When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right, off, off, off the podcast. Off topic. Off air. All right, get ready, guys. Show starts in a second. Oh, my God. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the an extra long one because it's Monday. We're all excited to be here at work. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I genuinely am. I'm telling you, sometimes I think I love this job more than anyone. Oh my God. Uh, I think we need to pick our spots when you think that. <laughs> it's a good point. I mean, doing this show <laughs> is very second. Yeah. True. Doing this show, especially this time of year, just the best part of my day. Not even close. <laughs> We do have a fun one for you today, guys. I don't know if you've been on the internet lately and saw Mr. Nugget doing Mr. Nugget things. Aaron Gordon out in Sambor, uh, getting a close-up look at the uh, horse track, the horse races. We're going to talk about that. I don't know if you also saw, also traveling right now, James Harden. Um, not so flattering things to say yeah, about his he's BFF. In he's in China. Yeah, he, what, he's traveling. Was he a basketball? <laughs> little different vibe around. Little his different trip. vibe. We'll compare and contrast the vibes in those places. And then, of course, you guys came with some heat with your uh, mailbag questions, including a question about thirty-point scores this year that I found very interesting. Had to do my own <laughs> research on <laughs> to help me go through all of that, though. I've got Brendan Vote. Well, I love when my friends do their own research. Great to be on this show. Really stoked to be with you guys. I spent a weekend in Phoenix. I'm sorry. Not for me. Oh, that's right. Not, Not for, for me. <laughs> Much more of a Colorado fellow. Keep the well, Why did you get coaxed into going to Phoenix? Well, someone threw a joint bachelor bachelorette party there. Ooh. Um, not a single person in the group had a connection to Phoenix, but that's where we joint went. Joint bachelor bachelorette party, never a good idea. Oh, that's wrong. I've had one of my favorite bachelor parties ever was a joint one. That's Did you guys impossible. want to hear about mine? Um, Tony was awesome. Not really. Okay. Take all There's no um, way it could have been awesome. Over here, I got deal. Okay. Look at that it's old school nugget hat. I don't think I've seen this one before. Oh, yeah, yeah. I ordered it down the stretch and never found a, a time to debut it for some reason. But you see how I noticed these things? Wow. My, my, my simple appearance. Unnoticed. I noticed you were touching Brendan Vogt's clothing. So I think it's actually deeper than just mere recognition. I think this is like uh, something that has to be monitored. <laughs> don't you like, to, you like to feel a texture? Of something somebody's wearing? <laughs> Over here, I got Harrison Wind. I <laughs> uh, had a good weekend. Very busy day yesterday tracking the uh, results coming out of Sambor. <laughs> Cashing bets, I can only imagine. No, I don't think you can bet on those horses. What? Can you imagine if you could? He tried. It might be, I think it's actually only on-site betting. <laughs> really? You can't bet on horses on, on an app? We're calling no. Surgeon. No, uh, I don't believe yeah. that. Oh, man, we can totally <laughs> get Surgeon. I think it's on-site, on off-the-record betting. I will Venmo you. I Venmo you. The Noah guy system. Put it all yeah. on Amy We Duomo. should honestly do this. Harrison, will you find out when the next big Sambor race is? <laughs> we need this. And we have next to, weekend, probably. We'll pull our money and yeah. put it on Jokic's horse. Oh, yeah. like, we're we'll have a nice we're incriminating ourselves right now. Are we? Yeah. I'm saying as a joke, not really. Oh, right. Yeah, we would never. 
do that for real. We'll really yeah. do it, though. It would be great. <laughs> so easily going to do this. Yeah. Uh, our top story today, though, guys, you saw it. We've been talking on the timeline about it. Aaron Gordon, Mr. Nugget, just keeps raising the bar. It's unbelievable. First, he goes shirtless through the city celebrating a championship in complete euphoria with the common man. Now, he travels all the way out to Sambor. And we know it's not easy to get to Sambor, even if he... I'm like... Do you think Aaron Gordon got a private jet to Sambor? Is there even an airport in there, Sambor? There's no way there's an airport. So right? he had to do the whole You've thing. You've got to go to Belgrade, then make the two-hour car ride to Sambor. Like, yeah. it's a commitment. Or three hours if part's so funny to me. Yeah, just three, hours three hours is your drive. Yeah, three hours. Maybe you stop Maybe you stop at the little KFC <laughs> yeah. right when you get on the if highway. You're lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah, that's the move. You stop at the KFC right there, yeah. and then you got two hours on the highway north to Sambor. I'll always remember Dev ordering the chicken for two people. Well, yeah. to Dev's credit, I actually don't know what that's set up for. Like, it, you order it, there's a silhouette of one person, yeah. then for two people, yeah. then for three people, then for four. Uh, and so he ordered it for two people. <laughs> for, for but, that KFC, but that was like man. the normal amount. It was that KFC, that meal, just thinking about that meal. Ooh, the tostada that was actually a quesadilla, but also I didn't get that. Things. You blew it. You I, did blew not, it I did not get that. Oh, it was good. I just, the, K, it was the KFC name. in Serbia, it's different. It's yeah, it hits different. Um, it's literally different. The but Aaron Gordon going out there, man. This is we have seen it before from a Mr. Nugget. Gary Harris has once gone to Sambor in stealth mode. You know, he just popped up in photos one you, day. You use his nickname. I want to make sure we use yeah, the full. Yeah, it's yeah. Gary, Gary, Gary Harris. Harris. That, that was a little clear. different, though. That Why was, was a little it different. different. Because if you remember, Gary Harris was out there because he was doing a basketball without borders camp in Belgrade. Really? Yes. Him and Nicola both did it that year. And then they went up to Sambor. This is Aaron Gordon dropping into Sambor of without, you know, a professional reason to be there other than you know fulfilling his mr nugget dude which i don't think we can rule out that this is the most self-aware mr nugget act of of to date so are you going are you going there i'm gonna say it you had a you had a weekend in phoenix you're feeling a little cynical i no no i like this i like it i think it's oh. it's an embracement of his role and i don't want to get ahead of ourselves a lot of opportunities in the mailbag to talk about it but how quickly and how far Aaron Gordon has entrenched himself into the Nuggets history as a vibesman and a champion and a Mr. Nugget did not take long. I feel like he understands the assignment. That's it. As well as any Mr. Nugget has. And by the way, Gary Monte, have, they understood the assignment naturally. This is why they get that title. But I do feel like Aaron Gordon just gets it, man. He's like, no, you know what? This would be cool. Connect with my brother in a way. And also, we know this, man. There's the idea of Sambor. Right, sure. this place. But when you go to it, you really do feel like, man, I'm getting to see a world that yeah. you you don't really know it until you go there and you're like, oh, okay, this is the same in some ways, different in some ways. I just feel like Aaron Gordon's experience, it's got to be like a meaningful one. Right. Aaron yeah. Gordon is all about opening his mind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, in any way he can find. But I love that <laughs> he's been going to Europe over the last couple of years. It is, I think, important that the NBA, the average NBA player get acclimated to the idea of global basketball because Ooh. it's because it's coming and it's like cool to sort of like understand what it means to the because i'm saying this because this is what i experienced like going to sambor experiencing the concept of serbian basketball the differences the similarities what ultimately like makes sense <clears throat> on a global standpoint and then also like what can we learn from um, so i love it i love that he's like immersing himself in that like even more so now with the world cup 
on people's minds and happening. It's like it just reminds you that the game is growing in the best possible ways. Do yeah. you think that he went to KK Joker? You, are you saying? Yeah. Are, are I bet we he got the whole than... tour. Yeah, I bet he went to KK Joker. I bet he went, he went to, to that house, restaurant dude. that we went to where it had fish stew. You think he had paprikash? Oh yeah, man. He got the whole tour. I bet. Man, what if I he really so. just did the same day? That oh. would be incredible. You got to get the tour because you just don't know when or if oh you're going God. back. If, you know? Dude, if there's a photo that surfaces of Aaron Gordon dancing in a tree. <laughs> yeah, sure I bet he went to that bar. I'm going to stop calling him Mr. Nugget. I'm just going to call him Nugget. They yeah. did. He just they is had the to nuggets. cut off that branch. Aaron Gordon's much taller than I am, though, so I'm sure it's not yeah. a problem for him. I mean, Aaron Gordon is, though, like, he is a world traveler. He's yeah. gone to yeah, Europe dude. the last couple of stuff. He, he likes to immerse himself in other cultures. Yeah, I mean, he's got the His shoe. Mind is he's open. got the shoe deal with the Chinese ch Chinese company as well. Like he is a child of the world. Oh. He really, he really is, man. And I remember, you know, Phil Jackson coaching uh, Dennis Rodman. I can't remember what book it was that he had this line about. You know, he had to understand that Dennis Rodman was misunderstood because it wasn't just that he was a bad guy or irresponsible or this or that. It's that he had a personality that could not be constrained by, like, he was just a curious mind. He just wanted to go places and experience new things. And he's like, to lead this guy, I needed to understand that. And it's almost every coach just wants discipline and everybody does this. And he's like, I can't do that with him. I have to approach it differently. Aaron Gordon is very disciplined and he buys in. He doesn't need the Rodman treatment. But I do think a key to understanding him, not that we know him, but from observing him, it does seem like he is this guy. Like he is yes. just yeah. wants these experiences Dude. and leans into them. Yeah. He's a professional. He is a vibesman. He <laughs> operates exclusively on vibes. You might be right about this. Takes them. Like what's more vibey than going to the... Hippodrome with Nikola oh, Jokic man. when Nothing, no one man. else in the world has ever been there. He's just fo like he's photographed. They're like drinking. It's the like joy it on was, Aaron Gordon's face. Bro, Do you have the photo? I think in those I think moments, our, our DNBR Nuggets tweeted it out where they're holding the trophy. Oh and, my god! And there's actually an updated version. I Kale should get that one. It's a better photo. But Aaron Gordon posted that screenshot on his IG with the caption. He really can't stop winning in reference to you. Oh, man. So uh, hype in his guy? Hype in his guy. Here's a question I'm sure only Wynn will have a definitive answer to. Is that the Hippodrome we went to? Yes. For sure. Yeah, they were in Sombor. Yes. Uh, but yeah. are we sure that's the only track? Because I would... Bro, come on. Cur yes. Do you remember Sombor? So there yes, are... Yes, it's much bigger. Why, there would, you, are why a would you bunch that off? What of a silly hippodromes thing. in northern Serbia. Of course there are. You know, Novi Sad's got one. Sambor, <laughs> of course, has one. Other neighboring cities that I think are even smaller than Sambor have them as well. The reason so I'm, there's a bunch up there. Yeah, the reason I'm asking, though, is the one we went to is connected to Dreamcatcher's uh, stables, right, right. which made me feel like it was more like theirs I don't know if that's the official one where the races take place. I see. I see what you're asking. Yeah. I understand. I, I follow your logic. I believe that is the same one. Well, remember when we were there, um, Surgeon Stoikov told us that Jokic would walk his horses into the the arena. So I mean, I like, assumed. I just want to know how connected I should feel to this news. You should yeah. feel extremely connected. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're practically invited. Been we there, done that. Ourselves bro. into yeah. it. I do think it's cool though, and even just seeing him hang out and all that stuff. I just it just it, it, it's too cool. And I will say this. Jokic is his own guy. I think sometimes we overstate the like, these guys are the bestest friends or this or that. Oh, of course. Yeah. I do think moves like this, those guys were already close and they had a great chemistry. I was thinking about this the other day. I just feel like this stuff even builds chemistry even more. They just want a title together. How much better can it get? I feel like it can. 
The, I, I feel like it can. Oh, good. No, I just, this is kind of what I was getting at with the self-aware Mr. Nugget move. Like it wasn't actually an online ego play. It's a, it's, this is the role. And Monte was all about this. This is the responsibility of recognizing you're that guy on this team. The stuff we started to feel good about with this group started well before the season last year. And they referenced it all throughout training camp. They spent time together. They went out of their way to be around each other, connect on and off the court. That mattered for them. That paid off throughout the season. I think this is Aaron Gordon going, all right, the present tense of champions, like we're defending champions now. I'm going to extend an olive branch. Brother, I'm going to come see you. And you know what I mean? And we'll start this whole process early of let's run it back, all of it, not just being good on the court together, but being that that core that a lot of other fan bases should be envious of. Yeah. What if Aaron Gordon bought Jokic a horse? He'd be like, I don't have room. I own 50 horses. <laughs> that actually is a thing that you shouldn't buy. If I, <laughs> you're going to buy a puppy. You've been doing or... great work. I got you a dog. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Do I have to feed it? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I do think. I think it's I just like you. you a parakeet, man. Jokic would be like, well, what's the lineage? Yeah, like, <laughs> but I think it's like he it's a dual purpose. I think I think he just like wants to yes, travel the world. You're right. You're of right. course. Because yeah. he went he went and visited the US team. Like he's just in Europe yeah. and he's like, bro, I'm in Europe. I'm definitely gonna go see my man Jokic. Like this is us. Like he just has he's the best. Yeah, he just has like he's just awesome. Like because because he has connections to the world and he uses them in the best way to like branch out i love it it's Aaron fantastic. gordon keeps climbing my all-time favorite nuggets list he really does and i will say this one of the things that makes him cool is the same thing that makes this entire team cool which is what did nick wright say when the nuggets traded for him Aaron gordon's never going to be the difference in winning a title or not like he was another guy that for whatever reason was discounted <laughs> now every team's like who's the next Aaron gordon we gotta find the he's next the Aaron andrew gordon. wiggins from the year yeah. before it's the same and, thing and then on top of that you get the vibes piece of him doing this Ooh. stuff and it's like not only does every Good coach luck. want an Aaron gordon every analyst every fan wants an Aaron That's gordon it. and guess what every superstar probably wants an Aaron gordon too orlando and i don't mean to do this nasty con compare and contrast i doubt jeremy grant would have gotten up to sambor no chance you know what I mean? No chance. And even, I mean, would Paul Millsap have gone? I love Paul Millsap. It's not a knock on Paul Millsap. No. Uh, but Paul might go. Paul no. might go. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. It's, don't think the, he's... it's the out of his way explicit nature Also, like Aaron Gordon doesn't gestures. have kids and a family yeah. to, <laughs> to worry about when schlepping up the songboard. That's true. Yeah, a lot easier to travel Europe without <laughs> yeah. I can't family. wait to hear all these stories, man, I know, dude. Me. Orlando, I mean, do you out. want to hear about what happened at the track? Uh, I think we should save it for later. There's a mailbag question okay. that kind of... It's right. Really, was, we're going to let you, you It's we're not gonna, for us. Yeah. It's really for okay. you. Sounds good. Um, but let's hit a break. On the other side, I do want to compare that now to what happened in China over the weekend. Oh God! Wait, that was too big. <laughs> I, I, hope was I hope that was the best game. Political. <laughs> well, indirectly. Uh, better help, guys. Make sure to check out Better Help. Uh, what it is? Um, it is a therapy service tailored for you. So if you're thinking about therapy, if you want to talk to um, therapy, if you want to get involved with therapy, go to betterhelp.com slash DNVR. What you do is you just answer a couple questions about yourself. It matches you up with a therapist, and then you guys can start talking and go from there. It's an awesome service. It's something that we probably all could use in our lives. Betterhelp.com slash DNVR. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Like I said, you just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. All these are licensed therapists. 
and you guys go from there. So betterhelp.com slash DNVR. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash DNVR today. When you go to that link, you get 10% off your first month. 10% off your first month. That's a big discount with BetterHelp. Betterhelp.com, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash DNVR. How about Volo Sports, the largest social sports company in the U.S.? This was a very, very useful program to me when I first got to Denver over the years. If you're a transplant, if you moved here in the pandemic and you feel like you haven't been able to get out there and find your pockets of Denver, your people in Denver, I humbly suggest Volo. We play there so the kids can play for free because the Volo Kids Foundation is a separate 501c3, provides free sports camps to kids in each Volo city. All that you have to do is show up and have fun in various leagues like beer in hand, kickball, bowling. You've seen us out there probably if you're a Voloer already because DNVR has a team. And if you want to sign up as a free agent uh, week to week, you can just join on the teams that are, are missing someone. Sometimes we need some free agents. So come hang out with us. The monthly membership program, the Volo Pass, gives unlimited access to sports events and social activities every night. Early bird registration ends August 18. There will be a party at the Vibe Hotel. What? Nice. Well, can't be a real birds name. With free beer. Clearly that's owned not by, a real place. Clearly oh, no. owned by Aaron Gordon. <laughs> the, the Vibe Hotel? Per, parentheses pronounced Vibe. I'm sure. Uh, is so, that yeah. Denver? Unlimited pickups, drop-ins, tournaments, $20 per month. Volo's the best. Check them out. Fall leagues are open now. Sign up before it's too late. Get that pass. Start playing today. Use code DNVR10 for $10 off at www.volosports.com slash Denver. I just saw a video of Aaron Gordon drinking a beer while just so it's just like it's the know, ultimate dude. vibes, man. Dude, the amount of joy you can experience at a racetrack when you're just with the fellas is uh, wow. It's wow. unparamount. Especially man. if you didn't have to hop the fence to get to it. You know? Yeah, like that is Man, that is really one of the joys in life. <laughs> At the track with the fellas. Wind is going full horseman on us, dude. <laughs> it really is. I could go on. Um, the vibes <laughs> at an all-time high for our beloved Nuggets. We've been basking in these vibes for two straight months. They just continue to reach new and new heights. Reigning champs, everything being said nice about them. But then you can compare and contrast that to the Philadelphia 76ers. Absolute purgatory at the moment. We switched places. We were there. We're now in heaven. They're down in purgatory. Knocking on the doors of hell, by the way. And over the weekend, in China, James Harden said, I will never play for a team that has Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey is a liar. I will never play for a team that he is a part of. And then he stopped and goes, I'll repeat. Let me (laughs) say that again. again. Just so if you didn't have your phones out, get them out and record this. I will never play. Now, here's what's funny. A couple things about this that that to me stand out. One, Daryl Morey is responsible for the contract for half or more of the money that James Harden has made. That's his guy. When he was in Brooklyn, Brooklyn was falling apart. There was a similar like, well, do you really want him? Daryl Morey's like, yes, I want him. That's my guy. So it is a little bit funny that we've all looked at Daryl Morey as being the James Harden guy, and here he is at the end, just James Harden shooting him right yeah, in the heart. That's what happens when you hitch your wagon to James Harden. Uh, is it? Is there, this is among the all-time 
you picked the wrong horse to be your guy. Daryl Morey's been a very good GM. <laughs> Bro, he's had a lot he of success. He should have hitched his wagon to Breno Lamar. That's what he should have done. <laughs> we all should. We all should. That's a great Harrison, trotter joke. You are out of control. That's a great trotter joke. Um, I think that what the, what we're experiencing here is like two terrible people getting exactly what they deserve. Oh, it's this so is like true. a really bad relationship. You hate yes. both people in the relationship, right? And then they have a fiery breakup, and you're like, yeah, they were assholes. Like that terrible relationship. Ended the way that it should. Daryl Morey, clearly a bad guy, too. I am guarantee he lied to James Harden's face. I mean, almost take, certainly, yeah. He, yeah, he signed for less with the handshake deal. He was going to get more. Uh, scumbag move. Uh, James way, Harden. I did, I, you, this is an interesting piece of context there. I didn't know this. James Harden fired his agent a few years back and hired his buddy. That's what everybody's doing, yeah, I feel like. Do. That's what Joel Embiid did. Like, Everybody <sighs> thinks they have the next Rich Paul or something. It's, it's like, because it's like I don't want to pay 10% exactly. to this Harden's on a series of unfortunate and baffling contract-related yeah, decisions. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's like I, this, I, they deserve one another. They absolutely deserve one another. So They've true. turned on each other. It's yeah. beautiful to behold. This is the best like Daryl Morey has is responsible for some of the most loathsome basketball yeah. this this league has ever seen. He has cultivated it. He has coddled it. He has encouraged it. James Harden was pampered. He was treated like he was the team. He was allowed to do whatever he saw fit, and it ultimately resulted in an MVP season. He had amazing seasons, but they were so heliocentric in a way that was so detrimental to the team. James Harden does what he does. He forces trades. He does it in like the most like insulting way to the NBA where he just like just is like shows up, goes through the motions, makes everybody pay to watch him pout. Um, I hope you never play basketball again, James Harden. Daryl Morey, I hope you get fired. You both are terrible. You're a pox on this league. Out! Yeah. I will say... If this is the kind of thing you're into, James Harden is maybe the goat of it. He, he tweeted six. He tweeted six minutes ago. What a chime! What a time! Dot dot dot. China tour with four pictures of him from the tour. He knows exactly what everyone's talking about right now. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, That's also another hilarious aspect to this. It looks like he said that comment while he was doing a camp. Yeah, it looks like he's got a bunch of kids in yeah, front of him. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's not even kids. It's not he even like told he was doing kids. a media Q and A or anything. A kid asked oh him a question. God. Well, to that kid's credit, it was actually a good question. <laughs> Some of you Big J journals out there should take note. Uh, the kid asked him, "What do you think about the 76ers oh calling my. off trade talk?" Great question. I do have to say, and. He goes and th and then he says that response and then he says it again like he's saying it back to like a ten year old. Yeah. That's the funniest aspect of this. He's saying that this to like, a ten year old. This is like when your mom like uses the pet to talk to you. They're like, "Oh, well, Adam doesn't think he needs to study." We just say it to children in China so that James. <laughs> so yeah. Darryl, but this is, just, will hear it. this is just loser behavior from a loser. Who's like, the biggest James Harden is an NBA loser. Man. Who's the biggest loser though? You said they're made for each other, but if you had to pick one, James Harden, man, James Harden. I actually think Daryl Morey almost built a legacy off this guy that just publicly destroyed him. Mm. In China, by the way, a place where that God, message is you, very likely to land. You stole it from me. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Is it's hilarious that James Harden chose China specifically. With Daryl Morey, of course, criticized China almost, you know, the NBA, then had to silence him and all these different things. 
I do find it funny that that's where James Harden was like, you know what? This will be. W- I don't think he actually for the thought first, this. For the first, but it would yeah. be hilarious if that was his plan. They're a, they're now a league pass team for the first month, by the way. The Sixers. They're falling apart. I mean, I I just they are falling apart. I Daryl Morey has wiggled his way out of these situations before because again, I do think he's good at a part of his job. For but sure. I will say this: James Harden reminds me of like a hedge fund manager, which I think is what he did before coming. I don't remember. But James, Harden? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey. Okay. Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey. I was like, uh... no, Daryl Morey, in that it's like the genius of him is in like. Fudging the rules and fudging everything of basketball, right? Dude. It's not like, oh, he's created this great no. thing. He's like, I know how to take advantage no, of he th- it. He's like, yeah. I think I can grift my way through this one weird trick. Yeah, this like, one weird <laughs> trick that unlocks everything. And then I feel like James Harden is both his, it's like his GameStop, where it's like the call is coming from inside the house to destroying the the Daryl Morey legacy. He's Dude. found all of these secrets to, to exploit and then now James Harden, his it's, biggest secret is exploiting dude, him. Dude, it's like he made a, he's like went and made a personal private pet out of a wolf. And you're like, at the end, you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, man, I can't believe that wolf ate me. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> the happened. The thing is, though, that if this keeps up and if James Harden does like not go to training camp, if he makes a big stink out of this, like we think he will. Uh, James Harden knows exactly what to do in this situation. He's done it two times now. I know. This is a third time. He knows exactly what to do. It's not going to work now, I don't think. The Joel Embiid trade request is coming. Oh, it's coming. It has, like, Joel Embiid is going to walk out there on opening night, and it's going to be the starting lineup of him, Tyrese Maxey. Who's good. And that's about it. How can he honestly look around and Tobias say, Harris. yeah, I can win here? He's waiting for Daryl Morey to pull off the big move, whether that's Damian Lillard or somebody else that's like, okay, now we're back and I can try to make a push. If it doesn't Please. come, though, to your point, it is that. But here's my bigger thing, Harrison, because as much as I agree with you about this, here's my bigger thing. Another thing we're right about. Another W we get to take. Just they just keep us, coming to us. Like all we do is sit here now, and they keep falling in our lap. Because I made this video at Denver Stiffs. Actually, it was one of my very first videos I ever made using After Effects or whatever. That was Denver's the real trust the process team, and we don't skip steps is greater than the the process. I said this four years ago or something like that. It was controversial. It was controversial last year. Best duo, Harden and Embiid. Team to beat. The real playoff team is going to be that group. And this is just another one that says there's something different about Denver as opposed to Philly that is was right under our noses the whole time. And I'm going to tell you my favorite piece of this. The process was the name of the era yep. of the 76ers until Joel Embiid took it for himself. And I feel like it's a symbolic thing that he said, you know what? This era is actually just me. Ben Simmons, get out of here. He was actually, he was right. I know. But but was he right? It didn't have to, my point is it didn't have to be that way. It's like a better leader would have, a better leader looks at this and says, we have to be like Jokic. Like, I don't need, is Jokic the face of the team? Is he the best player? Is he the fulcrum? Is he all these things? Of course. But can you imagine him naming himself? You know, the symbol of the entire thing. Of course you can. No, he probably thinks it's ridiculous he's called the Joker. <laughs> and so here's Joel Embiid saying, process, that's a cool name for us. Be funny if it was my name. Yeah. <laughs> to the, me, it's just, okay. The the lesson I'm going to come out of this with is, like, with that comparison, Nikola Jokic is actually an incredible leader. Right. Jokic is a great leader. He is a leader in a lot of ways that people don't think of traditionally. He's not going to get in your face and, like, yell at you. 
But man, talk about setting just a standard in an organization day in, day out. <laughs> that is a massive part of leadership. And Nikola Jokic, is, he's been an incredible leader. Incredible. Yeah. If nothing else, his leadership is just showing you, like, if I'm taking myself this seriously right. and I'm far and away the best player on this team, it is ridiculous that you would act as though you are above the team when I am not right. above the team yep. and I am much better than you are. Yeah, like DeAndre Jordan said as much in a podcast, by the way, over the weekend. He had this line about about that Michael very Smith, thing. I think. Was it Michael Smith? I think the Charlotte. I think that's who yeah. he's with. Where he said like Jokic sets the tone so much in that he doesn't care about credit. So if you do, you feel bad because your best player doesn't. Dude, right? for, for me though, the the culmination of the process is just like it's just like a bunch of ill-gotten gains. You gain. You just ruined a decade of the NBA for you and your fans. In a way to be that fair, they did enjoy it. Well, they enjoyed the having the. I mean, they didn't enjoy watching those games. Like, and they they ultimately resulted in free victories for a lot of teams right. in the league. So they just like they messed up the NBA in in a small way. So I love that the basketball gods just smited this path. Just they're like Nerlens Noel, get out of here. Like, but here's the thing: did the basketball gods smite it, or is this sort of the of most likely logical conclusion? And that's what I'm getting at here. When you do constantly game the system, is there a foundation and a belief from head to toe in an organization with it? Or is it you just were always building things on a house of cards? I think one of the easiest things in the world as a, as a sport media person is to overstate or overuse the word culture. I also think as an organization, if you ignore it, you're effed. Right. You know, there's the talent. Like, the Nuggets won a title ultimately because Jokic is the best player on a planet, among yep. other reasons. Res all respect due to all the guys who helped them win. But it's, it, the, and the culture matters too. But it, what really matters is it can't be utterly absent. And when you purposely lose year after year, and when the guys are not told to grow into leaders or asked to grow into leaders or required to, some of this is a determined outcome. Kale, just real quick, I'm just, I'm feeling proud of myself for a tweet I made a year ago because. Oh. We all knew exactly how this would end, and it was this day that we just got, <laughs> and I knew it, March 2022. Read it off. NBC, NBC Sports Philadelphia. James Harden really knows how to make an entrance. Brendan Vogt, DNVR Nuggets, pretty good at making exits, too. Uh -huh. And, like, you just knew. You just knew it was going to go down this way. Yeah. That's why I sent that tweet. And uh, it's, it, it, some things are just fate, you know? So can, we let, can you let us know when we need to prepare our receipts for a show? You've got some. You've got some. I just want to know when I should also present. That was a, a live receipt? call. It was a live poll. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll bring them up. I mean, yeah, I just, just didn't know that what kind of show that was. Um, <laughs> just, I like, throw one of your shirts up there. <laughs> I, I will say that the conversation around Embiid is starting to turn a little bit. You know, first it just all, all last year it's Jokic that has to prove the playoffs. Now it's all swinging the other direction. But the thing I've seen more in the last seventy-two hours than I had seen in the previous years combined is: Has anyone asked why all these players are unhappy and broken after playing with Joel Embiid? And I will say, you can go too hard on there. Ben Simmons is a big boy. He he's responsible for his own demise in Philly to some yep. extent. But at the same time, to full extent. Uh, but at the same time, I do think Embiid has some contribution to that again uh, you should the process should be the duo you know like this is like oh Embiid and Simmons like you build that up you cultivate it instead of just saying it's all me and now you have year after year it was Doc Rivers's fault it was Ben Simmons's fault now it's James Harden's fault I think people are starting to catch on to this and why I feel so strongly about it 
Jokic, one of the most underrated. There's so many things that are underrated about him. But one of the things is that he really does provide the space for people to flourish. And it's such a rare trade. It doesn't have to be about him. Even though everything goes through him, he still can get out of the way when Jamal Murray's cooking. 50 piece for you, Jamal. I'll just set you up. And I think even culturally, there's something to that. And I think with Embiid, the opposite is true. I'm not sure there is enough room for another person there because of the way he has approached it. And I do think it's one contrast that in this upcoming season, I th- the pressure is going to be on. If they get Damian Lillard, pressure is going to be on them to become a duo, a true cultural and on-the-court duo. And it might be the first one in the process era if it is to happen. The, one, the thing that I hope happens is that we can stop comparing Philly and Denver, which have no natural connection to one another. Right. And it's just like... We, like this whole thing obviously started because Jokic kept getting first team NBA nods over Joel Embiid. So that frustrated Philly. So then it became jo- like Jokic versus Embiid, which ultimately the Denver versus Philly. Like I don't want. I don't want. But Jokic and Embiid is a great comparison, though. It is, but I don't it's want. It's an incredible comparison. I don't want this fake. It's rivalry. a guy who just cares about himself versus a guy who just cares about the team. I agree. It, but they I, couldn't be more different. But Jokic has proven that he has won that battle. Oh, so of like course. I, I would but like I mean, to it's drop the two it best centers in the NBA, but they're completely different in terms of how totally they different. go about everything. Yes. One's but a winner, one's a loser. That, and then you got one trade acquisition in Sambor right now living it up and the other one in China lighting up the GM and it's like <laughs> these are the yeah. natural fallouts of the two outcome, the two paths. Uh, Let's take a break. On the other side, we got a mailbag. Can you guys imagine if I nicknamed myself DNVR Nuggets? <laughs> to be clear, yes, but I wouldn't I like could it. imagine that. Uh, yeah. Just FYI, my nickname is my company. That is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, you didn't name yourself Let's that. Let's get Blaze on the line. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I am DNVR Nuggets. I mean, we kind of are too, but me, I'm yeah, I'm DNVR yeah. Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are cool with that, you, right? Yeah. You're yeah, cool, yeah. right? That's cool. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't feel terrible, right? <laughs> I am the process. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind Love is an official partner of DNVR. They are a local brand. Kind Love is awesome, so throw these guys some support. Kind Love is one of the first dispensaries in Colorado. They were established in 2010, and they are known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. They got the best stuff at Kind Love. They've got the Turbo Joint, which is 0.7 grams of whole bud combined with 0.3 grams of Turbo Keef. Turbo Core, the Turbo Joint, it's the best thing on the market right now. Check it out from Kind Love. You can visit one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. When you mention DNVR, when you come in, you get the exclusive DNVR discount, 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. You can also visit their website, kindlove.com. You can hit that QR code right there on the screen that takes you there to their website. Use that code DNVR. You can also use it online. Online ordering on their full extensive menu. DNVR gets you 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. Hell yeah. How do you guys feel about beers when they come from Breckenridge Brewery? Oh, put them in my mouth, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. We're we're, we're into Breckenridge Breweries, particularly the Mountain Beach Sour, which is just a delicious beer, particularly this time of year right now. It's a sour. There are some fruity elements to it. Again, neither one of those things too overwhelming. For me, I like no matter where you're going with your beer, what you're trying to get done, it needs to have a core to it. Just that traditional beer, scratch that itch. 
and Breckenridge Brewery always seems to do that, especially the Mountain Beach Shower. That's only $6, by the way, at the DNVR Bar in York and Colfax. Stop by or just check out the Breck Beer Locator at breckbrew.com and find a Breck Brew near you. All righty, we're back. By the way, I'm seeing our CHGO Bulls guys clamoring for Harden to be traded <laughs> to Rosen for Harden. No, guys. There, there's whole levels of guys. <laughs> like the Bulls have been so mediocre forever. They're God. really. Can you imagine being so desperate that you're like, please, James Harden. Well, yes. a couple of Nuggets fans were back a couple years ago. It's going to be uh, a good mailbag question, actually. All right, let's get into the mailbag. You want to take this away, vote? Sure. Let's Ooh. start with our. Uh, guys, by the way, good questions. I always love when you guys bring great questions. I got him on the sheet there, yeah. How about this one from Schwabasaurus? I would love everyone's opinions on if Denver will ever be a top-tier free agency minimum contract destination. Feels like coming off a chip and proof that it works to come play and increase your value. Hello, 22 million. That's a Bruce Brown reference. Would be the perfect setup for people to come over, but it feels like the top-tier minimum still went to places like Phoenix. It's a good question right now, I think. Will yeah. we ever get another potential Brucey B situation, or we... Will we forever have to rely on internal growth? By the way, Brucey e. B last year was just sitting there. That's why, in large part, right. why he came here. It wasn't right. like he chose it. Um, we get this question probably every summer, uh, Eric, but this is the first summer that they won a title. And to the, que the questioner's point, everybody got paid. Jeff Green got paid. Yep. So you would think, line up, <laughs> come to Denver. But that, once again, did not happen. I mean, I, I don't get the sense that the front office was making a real push for free agents acquisitions this offseason because they love their guys they drafted. Um, I could be wrong, but to me it seems like if they really wanted to get some low pay, high quality veterans, they could probably do it. I mean, there's that there's the concept of ring chasing that a lot, you know, the David Wests of the world uh throwback. Would, yeah, dude, like that that he, you know, he goes to Golden State. There's a lot of guys you're like, "Oh, Man, I've been in the league for a long time. I don't really see a path to, for me to, to actually win something. I think it's if, you know, we didn't see it this offseason, if the Nuggets win again, I think that's a very, very viable option. Like my, I, my question is, who is the ring chaser that got away from Denver this summer? That's what I mean. Like, I don't Jeff think Green, that they maybe. tried I mean, to. Uh, Jeff Green. Okay. No, I'm just saying, like, Jeff Green chose not to come back right, to Denver right. when but, he could have. Um, Phoenix is was he the got free agent destination, but like just Eric Gordon, really? Drew Eubanks? I know. No, Eric it's just Gordon. Eric, it's just Eric Gordon. It's Eric Gordon. My guy Kate yeah. Diop. Like I don't think the Nuggets would have wanted any of those three. I guys. agree. I agree. That's what I, mean. I, I also so think, I just I sorry, don't know who the the ring chasers are that Denver might have missed out on this summer. And Denver's ring chasers were in the get paid now part of that cycle, so it may take a while for this to manifest. Or to the point of the question, maybe it never does. But I do think you have more and more players on player podcasts and things like that saying explicitly, hey, man, it is easy to come hoop with this guy. And I do think that will have an impact. And again, Jeff, guys like Jeff and DeAndre are in the NBA club, right? They re in, a, in a very like traditional and stereotypical kind of That's way. That's a great point, They're actually. from that. And so their stamp on it, as well as Bruce Contract, I still have hope that over time it does have the desired effect. And we're—I mean, there there might still be another acquisition that happens in the wake of the Flatco news. So, we'll see. I, you know, we, we throw out like some names, like some Blake Griffins of the world, things that like you look at like older players that could still have a little bit of value that could, you know, potentially get higher than the minimum. That might. We'll see. I don't know. I I don't think it's at all off the table. I think you are right though. In that, I don't know that the Nuggets were necessarily looking 
I guess, Eric, maybe that was your point. I don't know if the Nuggets were necessarily looking for specific guys or this or that. I do think the Jeff Green thing probably they would have preferred he was back and then he wasn't. They went out and got Justin Holiday. Yeah, probably would have. Probably for the, the minimum. Same. Yeah, for the minimum. And then he got more money. But the idea about free agent destination is when you're talking about the difference between three and a half and six million that a guy like that would say, I don't really care about the extra two and a half. Yeah. I want to be here. And instead it was like two and a half more million. Sure, I'll go. Totally. Yeah, I, I don't think Denver's on the level of... The Lakers, the Warriors, right. the Heat. No, not at all. And I don't think they ever will be. No. Yeah. Because that's just how the NBA is set up. Did the Spurs? But that's okay because we don't need that. Would team would players go to the Spurs? I, I'm not well versed no. in this. No. 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 But also, like, it did happen. Jeff Green did chase a ring. Jeff Green was kind of a ring chaser. He was just 4D chessing it. He was yeah. way ahead of... He was right <laughs> in the other ring chasers. You're right, you're right, actually. DeAndre Jordan, Ish Smith very was happy to come ring. back. Yeah, so it, we actually did just see it happen. So it may need to reload in the cycle, but I do think that... Again, it's it. Wind is right that it'll never be number one. But will players make some version of that decision? I do think the answer can be yeah, yes. I do. Not number one, but not number zero. Like... I don't think right, Minnes- right. I don't think Minnesota could get anybody to come. Right, there <laughs> right. are levels to it, and I think you can yeah, move dude. up some. Like yeah. we're now we're at, now we're at level one B. Yeah. yeah. How about this question from uh, Nicola Aesthetic? It's June twenty twenty eight. Denver has just secured its fourth NBA championship. Tight. Stop there. I'm in. We've all gotten used to Michael Malone's long flowing locks, and Jokic is retiring <laughs> from the league. Basketball and culture wise, what will change? What can be salvaged? What's a product of this special moment in Nuggets history? And what's the in, and what's innate in the spirit of the organization? I love this question. The I hate one. that I hate that he did it four years from now, because I'll I'll just go ahead and say ten years from now. Yeah, there we go. All right. Ten years from now, Jokic is retired. They've won four titles. What is the lingering effect? I'll say we've seen what dominant franchises look like in Denver, Colorado. I don't think it would be that. I think that they could turn into like the Broncos. They could turn into like the Avalanche. It's just like there are things. It's ever, cool to be a fan. It's su- well, it, it, it's, it's lame to not be a fan. It is currently very cool to be a Nuggets fan, but it yeah. still is a little bit hipstery. It's a little bit on that side because it still is so new. You know, everybody still thinks it's like neat that they won. Like you know, but people haven't. The average person, like my mother, for example, is not buying Nuggets earrings like she would the Broncos or not so much the Avalanche. But I just think that it's going to get a point to a point where it becomes a prestige organization versus a plucky underdog. And even though they just won, it still has a little plucky underdog to it. So, you know, it's it's called being the Smuggets. <laughs> I, I can't wait for it. There's also a thing where whether you are on the bandwagon or not, when you experience something as it goes on, you claim it. As totally. Just for being in proximity to it. So you hear this like from people from Boston. They'll be like, oh, I mean, I came up in the, the yes. Bird and the yep. McKellar. Like, I was there for that. And it's exactly. a sense of pride. Like, I was there in there. the golden era. Yeah, people say. are like, oh, I was there in the <laughs> Jamal Murray, the Jokic era. I saw and then like... Jeff Green, you're throwing out random names just totally. to show you really yeah, know what yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, totally. What do you think, Wynn? Is there a long tail? Like, after Jokic era ends, is there a tail of prestige to the Nuggets, or is it back to the drawing board? Well, I just think if that was to happen, the Nuggets would be the San Antonio Spurs. Yep. In terms of just, the Spurs are forever on a pedestal, man. Yep. The, the Spurs are forever looked at as one of the elite organizations in the NBA, top down. Yep. And that's because of what... Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manager Nobly, Greg Popovich did there during that dynasty run. And so if that was to happen with the Nuggets, you get the Spurs treatment. 
every draft pick that the Nuggets take, this is kind of already the case, but every draft pick the Nuggets like, make, oh. they're like, oh, the Nuggets found one. They got another one. <laughs> so this true. is a classic Nuggets draft yeah. pick. That would happen with Denver. Yeah. Like every role player that they sign, it, this also is kind of already the yes, case. Yeah. Every role player they sign, oh, just a perfect guy perfect fit. for the Nuggets what system. Fit. What a fit. You know, the Nuggets just know how to find them. So you get the same kind of um you get the same accolades that the Spurs did during their run. Yeah. You know, if if the Nuggets dude, were to pull that. We live off. in rings culture, dude. The hardware means something. Yeah, you just get more respect. Oh, every assistant coach from Michael Malone's staff might be the next Michael Malone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That would be the funniest the coaching part. tree. The coaching yeah. tree just is like guaranteed to be great. Here's one thing I, I wonder. The Spurs are probably the best non-glam market team in the NBA, wouldn't you say? They're, they're considered the best because you got Lakers, you got Celtics, whatever, but if you Miami. But after that, they're easily number one. Who's number two? Is it up for the taking? Who's the number two non-glam market team in the NBA? Is Boston a glam market? Yes. Yes. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. Is it, it's uh, not Dallas. It's not Minnesota. Not New Orleans. Warriors, I would call glam market now, although they, they used they to graduated be. into yeah. it. But they you are know, the Bay, which is a huge market. You know what's ironic? Valley. It's super ironic is that I think Phoenix is up there, even though they have no claim to it. But I the think reason they're not is their owner. Not well, he's not, former owner. Yeah, they're former owner. But I I just think that. In the sense that it's right looked there. at as a destination that's yeah. not a destination. They but I even it's not even just destination. I mean like Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm just saying like you think of San Antonio, you think of greatness. But I think Phoenix, I don't. Well, I, 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 I it's this is it's weird, but it's like kind of true. I don't know. They they have respect as an organization that they do not deserve. But they've had like good players. They've had like the long history. Players want Phoenix to be a good situation. They do. They yeah. want a reason to sign on for yeah. sure. NBA players love Phoenix. I think Utah. I love how there's a DJ you, in every restaurant. Yeah. I think Utah <laughs> again throughout the market. I'm not really talking about market part of this guy. I think Phoenix gets the boost from being like a great place to live in the winter. But Utah, to me, was in this conversation. They've just been great for like 30 years. Really, they've been had good teams for 30 years, yeah. and they never got over the hump, but they're like, I would consider them a well-run organization. Um, Washington, no. Toronto, a little bit. Chats all over Milwaukee. People saying Bucks, yeah. yeah. I, this is like one. so recent. I don't know. Yeah, I don't the think The Bucks, I don't think they're, they have no. the staying power. They want a championship. But I feel like in two or three years, if Giannis isn't there, the, Milwaukee isn't going to hold up. They're like but Cleveland. I have the same question about LeBron. Denver. They're not a yeah. good word. I have the same question about Denver, and it's part of the last line of the question we're answering, what's innate in the spirit of the organization? And I've been talking about this for years. I don't know the answer, so I don't mean to sound too, but I am skeptical that this is, Have the, are the Nuggets going to graduate as an organization? Or was the, was everyone just on the yoke tried until it's over? Mm. And I feel I get the sense we all feel the latter case about Milwaukee, and I wonder if people would easily say the same thing about Denver. Mm -hmm. So there is work for the organization to do. Again, Golden State got very lucky, but they also were like, oh, this Steph guy can level us up right. as an organization. They're in California. It's a different thing. But how willing is and has been Denver to embrace that? And like, no, we're going to level up with this guy. And that's what Milwaukee did. Because Milwaukee, you know, they became this juggernaut they built the new stadium. They built the new practice facility. They became like one of the prestige franchises in the NBA because they sensed the moment and they were like, all right, we have this guy, Giannis. We're going to be a contender for the next several years. We've got to carry ourselves 
as one of the premier franchises. And I feel like they have. I feel like they really have, um, aside from not probably paying as much salary as they should. So I feel like that's another thing, too. Like, as an organization, you have to carry yourselves differently right. than you did you know, before you were just regarded at that level. And in the case of the Spurs example, maybe the biggest and most important difference is that they had a face of that whole dynamic that wasn't a player. And they actually continued to get that bump just because Popovich was there well after that was truly how they were operating. Right. Um, You're right. They actually have just been by outcome every other team. Every other team. But they have popped there, so we're like, ah. And again, this is an unrealistic (laughs) level up. But to some extent, I think this just became a Michael Malone question. We just we talked a lot about how he is in many ways the face and voice of this. Can he do that in such a way, in such a decided way, that even when the time Jokic hangs it up, you're still thinking of the Nuggets in a certain way because it's still Malone talking up there. Right. So I wonder if that's the mm-hmm. path. Eric, this is a last one, and this is a question for you. Do you think that... Um, the mellow era was very good in terms of success and Denver being a marquee team. There was really only like a, then you had the tail all going into 2013 with George Carl. There was really only like a four or five year break in that. And now it looks like we'll have another decade long run of good basketball. Do you think over time those eras will be melded together the way that the David Thompson and Alex Englishes almost feel like they were like when we talk about the nuggets, Oh, they were good all the way up until the nineties. And then it just fell off. Right. But that was actually ups and downs. I think that because it's Mello and Jokic, those are two tent poles that can't really be combined. I think it's like there's the Jokic era and the Mello mm-hmm. era. And the, we're, this is the golden era, and that was the Mello era. And it's like... That was the powder blue era. Yeah, dude. It's like that... You look at that, like that. that those teams made the playoffs 10 years in a row. Right. And there was no excitement around them in the way that well, there is for there is for this team. I just mean like it didn't capture the city. It was yeah, like yeah. interesting. It captured outside of the city. Australia apparently. Yeah, like lots of people were interested in the Nuggets, but it it wasn't a Nuggets town and people weren't didn't take pride in the Nuggets. So I I do think and especially like the 15 and the 15, I think there's a clear line of demarcation that people will always have. I just think Jokic is an era unto himself, and like he will, they'll just be the the same way. Like people don't necessarily combine. Like there's like the Larry Bird era. There's and then there's like the Paul Pierce era. There's like yeah, just but, like, but think about it this way: there is the Larry Bird era, but there's also the Dave Cowens era, and I guess they overlapped a little bit. But you just think of the <laughs> Dave Cowens. Well, I'm saying that was the era, the era that preceded it, and you right. just you're like Celtics were always great. I was wondering if they'll be like in 30 years from now, if Denver gets this long run, they'll be like, Denver's been good for the last 30 years. They've uh, been a player. It's, Even though it's not true, it just combines in your yeah, head. Yeah, I don't know. It take, we're going to need like some real, like real powerful years to be able to yeah. like spread, spread that out. Because it was like, it was like there was, there was no respect for them. Yeah, Denver. there really None. wasn't. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, rapid fire through a couple more questions. Shady Rays, take on the sun with gear built to last at Shady Rays. They've got you covered for the entire summer the fall whenever it's sunny in denver shady rays has you 300 days a year baby (laughs) allegedly Uh, except for this year (laughs) (laughs) Uh, shady rays has a great deal for dnvr listeners go to shadyrays.com use the code dnvr get 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by 250,000 people if you don't want to shop online you can also stop in to a shady ray store at park meadows mall a full stop shop for all things shady rays but you can also go to shadyrays.com use the code dmvr it's super easy they ship it right to you quick 
fast. You can return them if you want. No questions asked. 50% off two plus pairs with the code DNVR. Uh, all right, let's run through these. Cat has a question just for wind. Harrison, if you're on the <laughs> show today, Carl Towns? what's your favorite Jokic horse you've covered so far? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Give um, us the rundown. You have to know this. So, Brett Lamar yeah. is the bell of the ball right now. Yeah, <laughs> That's the talk of the town. He's, he's won five of his last seven he's the races. Bell, he's the bell cow. He won yesterday dude. in Sambor in one of the biggest races of the day there. What a stud. Um, Literally, yeah. He's been on a roll. Uh, he's Literally, actually yeah. a descendant of one of the greatest trotters, arguably the greatest trotter of all time, Breno Lamares. Uh, he's originally but, from Italy. That's where he was, was born. And then Jokic bought him there and took him to Serbia. Um, but yeah, he got the first place finish yesterday. Jokic had three horses running yesterday. One first, two seconds. Um, so it was a good day at the track for, <laughs> well, for Dreamcatcher Stable. Is this like Messi playing in the MLS? Like, did he get horses <laughs> that were too good for this uh, for this league, and he's he's just really taking it to the local competition? I mean, he does win a lot. I mean, I talked about this a little bit ago, but Amy Del Dumo had a yeah. had a big summer. Also, <laughs> took home first place in um, in the. Uh, so Dijica, I th I don't know how to pronounce I, so, it, but it was the biggest a, race of the year. He has a real funding advantage. I think yeah, you, I think when you <laughs> can just buy saying. the best horses, that's what I'm saying. This, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying here. Um, it's like Larry down the road. Also, are horse, these last donkeys, mules, the last huh? names of the horses? Are they Getting killed out here? The lineage, the bloodline carries the same last name. Is that no. what's happened? No, 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 no. So he's just given. Has Nikola Jokic come up with a first last name structure himself? I don't for know. These horses? I mean, I think these horses are named like by. I don't think. Do you think he named them? I don't know. I, I got a dog and its name was Pup, and then when I took it home, its name was. Well, that's uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but Breno Lamar is a descendant of a horse, Vereen, who is arguably the greatest trotter of all time. So he's got a great lineage. I, but if you, but the question was favorite. So is that your favorite right now, Brennan Lamar? Yeah, he's got yeah, to be the favorite. I mean, he's having a, a dominant do mean, summer. Do you mean favorite like in the betting sense, or the no, one no, that's no. closest to your heart? Closest to your heart. Which is closest to your heart? Would you <laughs> I'm say? still partial to Dreamcatcher. What's yeah, the name of the I think Dreamcatcher's retired. Well, um, I know, but I'm just I'm saying I, my favorite personal horse is Dreamcatcher, the one that got it all started. You got to get into the new era. <laughs> I'm stuck in the old days, man. I like the foundation. I will say Bella Marguerite when I first heard it, very pretty. Is I there a worse? I think named that was one? his second horse. Yeah, is there a word the worst named horse? We got it. Um, well, Breno Lamar, Amy Del Dumo. <laughs> Amy Del Dumo might be the best name. Dude, actually. Amy Del Dumo sounds like somebody that works in your office. He had a horse named Amsterdam that raced yesterday, got second place in a race. I, I, got, um, I, need, I need answers. A horse named Aragorn raced Aragorn? yesterday as well and got second. From Lord of the Rings? Not, no. from, not from Lord of the Rings. Uh, not from Lord of the Rings. Aragorn. The book. It's not Aragorn? Dude, yeah, the book. The, the dragon book that came out. It was. I think it's after Aaron Gordon. <laughs> Aragorn. So hold on, hold well, on. Two different names. But I need, I need to understand it's how these Aragorn, names work because some you have hear another couple. Some names? have first last names. Some are just like our names, where it's named just after something like yeah. you know. Well, haven't biscuit. you ever watched the races where it's like, and here comes don't yeah, eat the cheese? Yeah, but those are <laughs> oh, insane no. names. You're They're right. not like structured after somebody that works uh, in your it office. It is Lord of the Rings. I'm back in. I'm back <laughs> in. Uh, he's also got Harley D Energy. <laughs> Who um, what? yet to get a first place finish in a couple years? Dude, that's not a real consistently horse. <laughs> in the top two or three. Um, Amy Moye, 
June 18th, she, uh, I think he was disqualified for galloping in a race. Oh. So tough, tough break there Dude, earlier this the summer. Road, is that like pickleball she... when you go a little too hard? Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't tennis, bro. You can only trot. Uh, also, two other horses I'm tracking, Charisma Spritz and Kibitza. Charisma Spritz. See, that sounds like a horse name. Amy Del Duma. I can't <laughs> so good. Uh, let's get the next one. Sure. Denver Smuggets. I love that we can say that we word say freely. Whenever we want. Dude. After seeing AG and Sambor, he's curious. Can we name the best bromance bromances on the Denver Nuggets? Oh. So I don't know. This is a good one. I don't know. I would say Jeff and DeAndre last year easily was yeah, number one bromance. Like I don't know. Is there another candidate There's a here? sneaky one. Let me hear it. Jamal Murray, Christian Brown. Really? Whoa. I think that's a. I think that's a sneaky. I think Jamal took him as his rook. Their lockers are right next to each yeah. other. Yeah. And Jamal talks a lot about Christian. Peyton and Hunter. Peyton keep, kept all summer saying, that's my guy, yeah. Hunter. Yeah, dude. I like that one. What else we got? I can't believe I'm in competition with Peyton Watson to be the Hunter guy. <laughs> Hunter Tyson guy. <laughs> Jokic and uh, Felipe. Jokic and Vlatko, of course. Jokic yeah. and Vlatko. Yeah, dude. I'm curious who DeAndre Jordan's going to buddy up with this year because... Jokic. He's like that meme of Will Smith in that room being like, where'd everybody yeah. go? Yeah. It's going to be Jokic, Jeff dude. left. Jokic is his guy. Ish Smith left. KCP's still there. I guess that can be his <gasps> guy. What? Jeremy J-Rock. AG needs to dunk over a Jokic horse for a dunk in the dunk contest. <laughs> he kicks Jokic the horse in the trotter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, That'd that should be, be a good Photoshop. Just the, Jokic uh, yeah. in the trotter, AG <laughs> yeah, jumping yeah. over the car. No the horse, Kia. though. No horse. Just the carriage. Otherwise, he crashes. Well, you don't want a live animal in that situation. Uh, you don't that's true. It could be dangerous. <laughs> Trampled by a horse. If the insurance is a nightmare. Uh, get the next one here. <laughs> sure. Tom Hess. Tom Hesse? Tom Hesse? Between Harden, Simmons, and Love, which rumored Nuggets trade of yours the funniest to think about today? Mm. All of them will also entertain the Bradley Beal trade that people tried to make happen four years so ago. So I tasked Harrison with coming up with a, a little timeline of these. What, what do you got for us, Wind? So 2017 <laughs> was the rumored trade that sounds like it should have happened between Denver, Cleveland, Indiana. Oh, come on. And Kevin Gary Harris was supposed to go to Indiana um, for Kevin Love. Yep, there it is. And Love was going to come to Denver. Paul George was going to go to Cleveland. That was like agreed upon. And then the rumor is, the story is that Indiana's owner or GM Kevin Pritchard backed out the last second. So that was like supposed to happen. You know, Kevin Love to Denver for Gary Harris and maybe a draft. God pick. bless the doors you closed. Yeah. Then in 2020, <laughs> we had the Bradley Beal rumors really heating up and the James Harden rumors really heating up. Ew. This was after the bubble run. Everybody wanted James Harden and Bradley Beal in Denver. Um, for who? James Harden, it sounds like, was going to be for Jamal Murray. Okay. And Bradley Beal, the rumor there was always like, are the Nuggets going to throw Michael Porter Jr. in for Bradley Beal? That was going to be the question. I wouldn't do that trade. It was like Michael Porter Jr., Gary Harris for Bradley Beal. We could have been the Phoenix Suns. Ugh. <laughs> Dude, wasn't there a Kyrie one, or was that entirely fan fabricated? I, mean, I do remember a brief. Yeah, there was Kyrie, but again, that was Jamal Murray as well. Right. And then Ben Simmons. Oh, boy. This was after Jamal Murray tore his ACL heading yeah. into that next yeah. season. Of course, friend of the show, Matt Moore, reported this. He asked the Nuggets front office about oh, a potential so Jamal good. Murray for Ben Simmons trade. Oh. And he tweeted the quote that the Nuggets front office responded so to him with. And it was, I don't know if that's more insulting to Jamal or to us. 
That's incredible. Yeah. So well, I don't think that was ever God close bless to this happening. front office. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you want to talk about a team that's worth getting behind? It is any team run by the front office the Denver Nuggets have had over the last eight years. My God. You look at, I mean, like the Denver Broncos, total disaster, curious decisions. What is happening? Avalanche, great as well. Anything that happens at Ball Arena, I'm in. I'm in as well. Even was Taylor Swift? No, she was at it. She Empower. was at Empower, yeah. Wow, which is bigger. why I was out. <laughs> By the way, while we're keeping receipts, I'll keep one on myself. I entertained internally a lot of Jamal Murray trades. Oh man, I oh, went, for sure. I went back and looked at this dude. The amount of local media people who were like, "The Nuggets need to trade to. Jamal Murray for Bradley to. Beal." Well, not that one, but yeah. was incredible. And the tweets are still out there. I would delete those <laughs> if I was you. I would delete them right now. Okay, I didn't do the Beal one. But yeah, I'm, I, but ultimately though... I like Murray for Simmons. Ultimately though, this is one of the biggest Ooh. and best examples of Denver being like, look, X amount of years ago, we laid out a blueprint and a philosophy. And even through a change in, in leadership, there was still like a dude, we're not skipping steps. And they were right the whole way. Right. Right the whole way. All right, everybody, that does it for the show. We have some more questions that were really good that we'll just roll over to tomorrow's show. What do you know? Um, including <laughs> one about 30 points per game, or 30 point games next year that I, I did some research on. Very interesting number. So we'll come oh, up with that uh, tomorrow. That. Great <laughs> li- uh, week of shows. Oh, oh we got a couple mind. super chats. One thing I'll that. also tell you real quick before we get to super chats, guys, we're going to be having a live show at the DNVR bar one week from Friday. Not this Friday, the following Friday. Working on a big guest. But you're going to want to put it in your calendars right now. We're also going to be doing a book signing. So if you guys bought the book, Golden Era, or if you have not, you could bring the one you bought in or you could purchase one here. And we're going to be signing those, doing a live show. It's going to be a lot of fun, especially if we land this big guest. Put it on your calendar. Also, we get to hang out and drink beer. We haven't seen you guys in a long time. Denver's favorite Warrior fan, William Mitchell. Look on the bright side. We get to see peak fat suit Harden. Oh, I we can't haven't wait. seen anything like it before. Truly appointment television. Daryl Morey loves to not blink in these situations, and James Harden loves to like make people pay. It's a real un- unmovable object, unstoppable oh, force. I can't wait. They're a league pass team oh, for the first so one. Oh, but it's perfect, Harrison. It's perfect. And this God, one from the Goat NBA Boy. just sucks. <laughs> Random question. Has MJ ever mentioned slash praised Jokic? Because I could not find. Do you think he will? Do we even care? Uh, Michael Jordan? Yeah. I doubt he's watched him play. <laughs> I, t- I tweeted him. T- I don't know. I th- would think he's watched. He has owned the sh- a team in the NBA for the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. That, I, that, I that, tweeted. That, that, that means he for sure I is I tweeted watching. in 2021. LOL. All the Nuggets Twitter longing for Ben Simmons is peak low self-esteem you Nug You should life. just add Adam in that. You should <laughs> edit that I'm going to. Adam. I never ben, believed it. <laughs> I never wanted it. Ben Simmons was good until uh, yeah, Embiid broke him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Embiid ruined it. Totally, no, I mean. totally defensible. <laughs> totally defensible. Or when he didn't dunk over Trey Young. He was broken. All right, everybody, hit that like button. We'll see you tomorrow.